0: Welcome to Podcast, the business of dentistry podcast, brought to you by Practice Plan. Podcast delivers the best business advice, real life stories, and practical hints and tips to make your practice a more profitable and sustainable business. And now, here's your host.
1: Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Podcast. Uh, my name is Johnny Dreary from Practice Plan, and today I'm delighted to be joined by Lisa Bain. And welcome, Lisa. Would you like to introduce yourself?
0: Yeah, hi Johnny, lovely to uh, be here. Um, Yes, so I'm Lisa Bainham, I'm a practice manager and dental consultant. Um, My passion is kind of front of house, developing teams, practice growth, everything really to do with practice management. So, uh, And I'm also president of the Practice Managers Association for the UK.
1: Fantastic. Well, today's topic we're going to talk about um, is dental nurses and making dental nurses feel valued and how um, practice managers and practice teams can can get the best out of their dental nurses. Um, I think the first thing to touch on is is sort of what you do really So as, as a practice manager you know how important do you see the role as a dental nurse and, and how do you personally invest in in your dental nurses?
0: Um, it's well starting off as a dental nurse and um, probably about 100 years ago Um, I kind of feel like I kind of know where the role starts and how it can develop and um, it's a really hard job um, and I think any practice manager should recognise that to start with. Um, many of many practice managers were nurses and stopped being nurses because it is so hard, um, you know, and our legs get a little bit old. <laughs> um, so yeah, starting out as um, a dental nurse, um, that for them is their main main goal to begin with. They don't, a lot don't realise how far they can take it. So. For me, you know, starting the practice twenty four years ago um it was really important that I give them something to constantly work to um because once they've achieved you know or qualified as a dental nurse, it can become a little bit stagnant, especially you know the really enthusiastic team members and what you find is you don't want to invest all that training into them um for them to go to another practice that may be will progress their career so you need to invest in your team they are everything and that starts with with nursing definitely
1: and in terms of i I suppose the next question it covers a lot of that you know how important would you put it in in sort of running a practice how important is it to you know invest uh, and upskill your your dental nurses
0: it's everything they are you know I, i know we we all say you know everybody is important in the team be it from the trainer you know things could not happen without the nurses there so it's a bit of a no-brainer really Um, you know making sure that you've got the right team with the right attitude turning up um, and doing the job but not just doing the job but doing more than the job having the appetite to help the practice grow they're not just there to you know shadow the dentist they are like an integral part of, of the team um, and they can get involved in the team building the marketing and um, the patient relationships you know it's 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 a whole a whole role it's not just assisting the dentist as as many people sometimes think.
1: And sort of specifically I know you mentioned a few points there that you sort of done over the years is there any specific sort of um, sort of ways that you've helped your dental nurses grow or you know courses and qualifications that you sort of point them in the direction of
0: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what happened a few years ago was um, it became compulsory for nurses to have the sort of the benchmarks to get into dental nursing in the first place. So they needed to have their GCSE maths and English, which was a great start. It kind of made everyone up the game a little bit. Um, once they get enrolled onto a course, which is compulsory, um, it's not just responsibility of the people doing the course, it's down to the practice. Dental, Amazing dental nurses don't just happen, you have to put the time in, you cannot just dump them in a surgery and expect them to, you know, be thrown in at the deep end and do really well. The dentist has to invest time and training, Um, the practice manager has to, and they need to know about all aspects of the practice to be able to do their job properly. Once nurses qualify in my practice, we would always encourage them, and we set this out from the start, the moment they've come for an interview, we would encourage them to do a radiography course, which will then enable them to do, obviously, radiographs, um, and CT scanning, all sorts of different things, Um, and you need to reflect that in their pay. You need them, a lot of practices don't pay for training still, it's my opinion that they should because it is an investment like you'd invest in you know equipment um, once they've qualified as um, and could do radiography that would reflect in their pay and then um, in my practice what they would go on to do is working with our oral surgeons or our implants team and we would expect them to do the sedation course um from there they would go on to do a TCO course or um they don't have to do it all, not everybody's suited to every role, but for me, radiography and certainly my practice sedation is kind of the benchmark. And then many will go off and thrive maybe on reception or thrive as TCO or thrive um, running the implant, you know, doing implant coordination. And it all just needs to be a steady gathering of skills. So practices that are really struggling to um recruit people at the moment need to look at who they've got and why would why why would they stay with you why should they stay with you what are you giving them and bearing in mind you know it's very expensive to recruit new people not just money-wise but time-wise um make the best of the team that you've got and give them opportunities
1: and you know you mentioned at the, at the top of the conversation obviously you're an example of someone who's gone from dental nurse and then gone sort of up the ladder so to speak you know have you seen that quite a lot over the years in your practice have you had sort of dental nurses you've gone on to to other roles and if so have you, is it sort of any standout examples at all
0: yeah um I'm very very lucky and I think I think I won't I won't be too modest because I do feel it's because of the culture that I created at the practice from the very start I would say you know we're a team of 40 I would say probably 70 percent of my team have been with me over 10 years um which is massive actually compared to a lot of other practices and a lot of other managers sometimes say well how how do you do it and i i do believe it is giving them them opportunities but it is giving them um the credit that they deserve and the respect they deserve in the role that they're doing you know many nurses are on very low pay that that should be reviewed your team is everything you need to pay them what they're worth um you know I've had nurses that have come, many have come from 16, 17 years old. Um, About six are still with me now. Um, And it's been lovely to watch them grow and upskill anything that they've wanted to do. I've tried to encourage, even from somebody really loves cooking. So we got her to do a, um, a food hygiene course which meant that she would then prepare the food to go out to for when we did lunch and learns with our referring practices. All these little things sometimes mean the world to people. Um, You know, and especially like my TCO, she's been with me as a nurse. She came, she's mm, 21 years. She, excellent nurse, stayed with us a long time. We sent her off to become a therapist. She came back, did therapy for a year or two, really hated it. So we gave her the opportunity to retrain as a TCO and she was actually the first TCO in the UK to actually get the formal qualification, so we were really proud of her Um, and from there she's involved in the implants, she's got, you know, all our new patients see her, her conversion rates from conversation to appointments are in the 90%, you know, so if you invest time in these people, you know, not just money, You can watch any member of your team just literally fly and the practice benefits you know as a whole the culture has to be there though you have to show compassion and kindness um and not be threatened by any of your team you know if you're doing your job well you know any jobs that i do i mean my my art is delegation i think there's probably a lot of my girls do jobs that maybe even some practice managers don't do and I'm not threatened by that I'm like so proud that they want to step up um, and they enjoy it Um, and that obviously makes my life so much easier Um, and it gives them an appetite to do better we've had some some team members leave to go on to to do other things such as like paramedics and things and you know it's always sad when someone goes further than the practice door but at the same time you're really proud that you know you've created and helped them along the way in
1: the career you talk about the benefits to to the practice there so obviously there's obviously benefits to to the nurses themselves in sort of upskilling and getting better but you know you mentioned your TCO there who who had a really high conversion rate you know so if you do spend that time and you do invest not just time you know also money in in your in your staff it will you know grow your business really as well
0: and it has you know we, we started out in 98 and there was me and one dentist and one patient um, we're now like i say a team of 40 across two practices we don't have a high staff turnover um, With you know the practice is flying even over the last year and i do attribute that to having a really strong um motivated team um and the strongest teams will come out of this okay. Um, and I give every thanks to them, you know, all credit to them, which I give to them every single day. Um, so, yeah, it's it's got to be a real family feel, you know, when they're having a bad day. We recognise the bad day. You, you treat them with kindness because, you know, they're your team and we all need that sometimes. You're in work a lot of the time, especially over the last year. I think people have realised how well we do look after them. Um, and if every practice could look at maybe hopefully doing the same then they too would actually really thrive and grow and move on to better things.
1: And, uh, and just finally if you had if there was one I know you spoken about a lot of lot of advice there for, for practice managers and, and practices if you had sort of one piece of advice and um, when it comes to, to upskilling sort of your dental nurses and making them feel valued what what would the sort of the number one piece of advice be?
0: it's got to be support and let them know that you know because sometimes it's a bit scary for them and in many practices you'll have nurses who are maybe the quieter ones who like to work with hygienists and don't want to work um, anywhere too complicated maybe ortho or um, cosmetic work you know and recognizing that you know can they do more or are they just a little bit worried about you know especially in a practice probably like mine where you've got a lot of very experienced people you know the people that are maybe just starting out can maybe feel a little bit intimidated and I spend a lot of time doing one-to-ones with my younger nurses um, and the less experienced ones to find ways where they can grow confidently and you know I've had a conversation over the last couple of weeks I've got four girls starting on the radiography and sedation course and I know there's a couple of them that are quite worried you know so we've we've spent time about you know is this right for them and certainly not i wouldn't push them into it but at the same time you know i encourage them to come out of the comfort zone a little bit with the experience that i know they'll be okay i know they'll be okay and what's the worst that can happen we're by your side if you fail we do it again we get you through it and you know you've got all these people that are there for support for you Um. And you just see a like a light switch go on sometimes with people once they realise they can do something. They're amazing. And you think, I don't know why they doubted themselves, but they get stuck in a rut sometimes um, with maybe doing some of the simple jobs um, and not pushing themselves forward. So it is up to us as managers to to recognise them, you know, those special people and go, you know what, you can do it you can do it and you will do it and we're by your side you know um so yeah i think maybe i think i've probably mellowed a bit more as i've got older i've got teenage like my daughter's like nearly 18 now um and i've probably nurture them a little bit like a mom sometimes um so i think it's just getting the best at the right people and understanding the personalities you know Understanding that what might be right for one won't be for another. And from getting to know them and talking, having one-to-ones, you can you can pick their strengths out and you can think, oh, do you know what? Yeah, you're great at talking to people. Maybe you're not the quickest nurse on a clinical level, but your skill is talking to people. So let's do some work on the front of house skills, let's um look at them TCO, let's you know, take, you know, use your personality. To find the right place for you in the practice, but they shouldn't corner themselves off any any aspect of the of the practice really.
1: Fantastic. Well that's great. Well, thank you very much for your time, Lisa, and um, on talking to us on such a such an important issue today. Um, so yeah, thank you very much for your time. I've been Johnny Dreary from Practice Plan, and this is the latest episode of a podcast.